Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast. Uh, you know, every Tuesday and Friday on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other podcast platforms that you listen to me talk, uh, you know, on. So, I uh, would like to start off with an apology. I apologize for missing uh, the Friday episode. Um, just some things came up that I had to take care of. It's a, um, let's see, how to how do I describe it? It's a little weird, you know, doing the the whole thing. Sorry, my levels were a little high on that one. It's a little weird doing it by myself. The whole, you know, the whole shebang, you know, the whole, the whole, the whole thing, just the whole podcast, merchandise, website development, the whole, the whole side of this that people don't really see. It's a little odd doing it all by myself. I've never really been in this position before not for at least in my mind to where i knew it was going to be permanent um so there might be i'm gonna you know i'm gonna try my damn near hardest for it not to happen but no promises um because obviously i gotta take care of other things to make sure that the podcast keeps going and uh if that means sacrificing one episode then I'll have to sacrifice one episode. I'm going to try my hardest not to do that, though. But I'm back. The Tuesday episode. We out here. And um, I guess I'll start off with. Uh, I guess I'll start off with some sports, right? I guess that's the best way to start it off. NFL playoffs are going on right now, obviously. And. um Pretty much everything I think I predicted came true. I'm pretty sure I had the Chiefs over the Jaguars, and I was right. I had the Eagles over the Giants for sure. Uh, I had the 49ers over the Cowboys for sure, for sure. And I had the Bengals over the Bills. That was the only game I wasn't too sure about um, because that's a close game. All the other ones I could have, I could have sort of predicted pretty easily. The Bengals and Bills game, though, those are two very good teams. That, um, you know, could have went either way. I'm very glad that the Bengals won. I'm a big Joe Burrow guy. Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr. I like him a lot. So, moving on. We have the 49ers and the Eagles and the Bengals and the Chiefs coming up on Sunday. This coming Sunday, so five days time from when you're listening to this. And my prediction for that, I have the Eagles over the 49ers. I got 24 to I have 24 17. That's my prediction. And then I have the Bengals over the chiefs. I have that 21 to 14. Those are my predictions. I think Joe Burrow and the Bengals, I think they'll do it. I think that they, I think he, I think he can do it. I think Joe Burrow can lead the Bengals back. And I think the Eagle, the Eagles with Jalen Hurts are bound to, bound to go. Now, would I be surprised if the Chiefs won or the 49ers? Absolutely not. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. But other than that, the basketball is still sort of boring right now. In all honesty, basketball is just basketball to me is always boring until the All Star break. The All Star break signifies trade deadline 
So teams, you know, they make their final moves to try to propel them either into a playoff contending spot or get rid of assets to clear up cap space or get picks to build for the future. And teams start playing harder, try to get a higher seeded spot in the playoffs. Obviously, you want the home court advantage. We'll see how that goes. I don't plan on talking much basketball unless something absolutely crazy happens uh, in the meantime. And, uh, but while, you know, while I was on this little weird, I guess you could say a week break because an episode hasn't come out since last Tuesday. Oh, excuse me. Some big, big news in the UFC. John Jones is making his return to the octagon against Cyril Gaon for the heavyweight championship of the world in the UFC. Um, it's not a, what do they call it? It's, they have a, they have a title for the interim belt. It's not a interim belt. It is for the actual heavyweight championship of the, of the world. Francis Ngannou did not renew his contract with the UFC. Him and Dana White just apparently could not see eye to eye on the matter. So he left. He didn't get the bag he he thought he deserved. He, you know, he was fighting for fighter uh, advocacy, fighter health, health care, more money. And he just, Dana White and the UFC did not give it to him. I guess they did not decide he was a big enough star to attract all the things that come with that type of payment. And so he decided to leave. He will no longer be in the UFC unless, uh, you know, they give him a bag or he feels the need to come back. Um, what else happened in this, you know, weird week that I haven't recorded an episode? Jake Paul. Jake Paul announced that he has signed with the PFL, which is the Professional Fighting League, and he does not have a date set yet. I believe his next fight apparently is February like 14th. I think it's like Valentine's Day weekend or something. It's in the middle of February, maybe tail end of February against. We'll see how true this is, but against Tommy Fury, you know, maybe third time is the charm. It's the third time they've tried to make this fight. So if he backs out again, I think Jake sort of just has to give it up with Tommy Fury. I don't think Tommy Fury really wants to be in there anyway. If I had to put my money on it. I put my money on Tommy Fury backing out again. So I guess we'll, but we'll see. Only time will tell. But going back to Jake signing with the PFL, he sent Nate Diaz, the UFC star, a two fight contract, one in a boxing ring. And six months later in a, in an octagon in the, in the cage. Now, personally, I do not think Jake belongs in a cage with Nate Diaz. I think he gets absolutely demolished in a cage with Nate Diaz, and I do not think it's even close. In a boxing match, I think Jake has the advantage. I think Jake beats him in the boxing match, and I think Nate demolishes Jake in a in a in an octagon. With that being said, though, Nate is older. He does have a lot of wear and tear. 
And Jake does know how to wrestle. He did wrestle. He has a wrestling background. So I would not be surprised if Jake looks a lot better than what a lot of people would think in a cage with Nate Diaz. I do not think he will look like he doesn't belong, so to say. But I don't think he's going to go out there and just show crazy skill either. I think he'll hold his own for a little bit of time. Um, In all honesty, I think Nate Diaz could possibly lose that fight. And I have a reason why. Nate Diaz is a ego. He's an ego fighter. He back to throwing it way back to the Conor McGregor first fight. He calls Conor McGregor out when Conor McGregor is at the top of his top of his game. And I think, I don't know why I'm yawning so much. And for the first round, round and a half, he, Nate Diaz did not attempt one single takedown. I think he was convinced he was going to beat Connor at his own game with, you know, standing up with hands. And towards the end of the first round, probably about the two and a half minute mark of the end of the first round, Connor, you saw the the different the difference in hand speed, fight IQ when it comes to throwing hands. That's just Connor's bread and butter. That's his forte. But what got Connor, and the only reason that that fight ended with a submission is because Connor is a at the time was a one forty five pound champion. He was the featherweight champion of the of the of the UFC, and Nate called him out, and they fought at 170. That is a 25-pound increase on a week's notice. Now, fighters take you know fights on one-week notice all the time, but most of the time it's in their weight class, which, you know, if you're a 145-er, in all honesty, you're probably walking around at like 160, 155. That's 10 pounds. I know that's still a lot of weight in one week, but there is no rehydration clause in the UFC. You get to gain the weight back. But to gain, basically gain 25 pounds just to meet, you know, to meet the limit of what you're fighting at is, I think, a little different. It throws your throws everything that you've been training for for months off, you know, your cardio, how hard you've been hitting, all sorts of, you know, all sorts of things. And the cardio got Connor in that first fight, and he, you know, he gassed out. He uh, went for a double leg takedown, and Nate, being the superior wrestler, he, you know, he just went on and into the fight early. It's just that simple. But in the second fight, Connor trained at one, you know, he trained for a 170 pound fight, and you saw the difference. He got in there, he didn't gas out, he, his hit, his punches landed harder. He dropped Nate with some of the same shots that he threw in the first fight that were just Nate was walking through. So, with all that being said, I think Nate will try if they, if the, if it happens. This is all hypothetical, obviously, but if the fight happens, I think that Nate will try to embarrass Jake in the in the cage. I don't think there's a lot of wrestling that goes on in the cage, unless he does go for a takedown or Jake gasses out and goes for a takedown. But I think that's a big stand-up fight, almost pure kickboxing slash boxing. So 
even in that regard, Nate still has the advantage being in the UFC where kicks and elbows and multiple other, you know, ways of throwing and attack are allowed compared to boxing, which is only headshots and body shots. I still think Jake will struggle in that aspect, but I do not think it'll be, you know, as bad as everyone thinks. Uh, I think it'll be some similar less than but similar to when Connor fought Floyd in the boxing ring. Yes, Connor has a boxing background, but boxing and UFC boxing are two completely different things. But we'll see. Uh, my prediction for that Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight, if it happens, is Jake Paul wins by KO in the third round. I think that's an early night for Jake, and I think that uh he puts Tommy Fury away early. I think Tyson Fury discredits Tommy from the Fury family for losing to Jake Paul. Um, But we'll see. But also, I forgot to talk about it on the Tuesday episode, actually. The Misfits boxing card that happened a couple weeks ago. KSI, FaZe Temper, Salt Poppy. I bought that card, and I watched the the whole card from start to finish. And some of these YouTube slash... Influencer boxers are very, very skilled. Like, for example, Salt Poppy, uh, you know, where's he from? The Philippines, Southpaw, been training in boxing since he was eight. He just, he went a different route, but he still boxes. And you can see it when he fights. He looks like a professional boxer out there with anyone he gets thrown into the ring with. He is levels and levels and levels and levels and levels light years above the rest of the competition he's getting put in there with and none of the fights really stood out to me like there wasn't a real there wasn't a you know a crazy technical boxing fight obviously because they're they're all influencers but stand you know standout performances obviously were salt poppy he you know second round ko a pull a pull pull counter left hand just drop the dude. He was out. And honestly, the main event, KSI and Face Temper. KSI was supposed to be fighting Dylan Dennis, who is a part of the Conor McGregor camp or was. And uh, he dropped out of the fight. Face Temper jumped in on 12 days notice. And that fight went exactly how I thought it was going to go. KSI, he knocked him out. He, you know, he's more prepared. KSI, I think, in in the same realm as Jake, not so obviously not even close to the extent of Jake Paul, but similarly takes this boxing thing very seriously when it comes to his training, his conditioning, hitting the mitts, you know, all the things that go into being, you know, go into being a boxer. But when he 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 KSI said basically said that he wants one more fight. And then he wants the the Jake Paul fight at the end of the year. Unless I do not see KSI beating Jake Paul regardless. I think KSI took way too much time off in between his last fight with Logan Paul, Jake's older brother, to his fight a couple months ago um, against uh, Luis Alcatraz Alvarado or whatever his name is and... I guess, I think his name is Swarms. He's a UK rapper. 
I don't even count those as fights, to be completely honest. Um, yeah, I think KSI took too much time off in between that Logan fight and his previous fight compared to Jake, who has completely damn near basically stopped making YouTube videos unless they're boxing videos or something to do with training camp or something. Jake has committed his life to being a professional boxer. He is in the gym 24-7, training all the time, and I think that's just too much time for KSI to make up. I don't think KSI beats Jake Paul in the slightest. Five, there was a way to put all my money in the bank on Jake Paul to win that fight by knockout. That's what I would do. Uh, and I'm very, very confident that I would win that win that bet. But we'll see. Hopefully we get that fight. I think that's an entertaining fight for sure. Uh, that's a fight I'm going to buy. I'm definitely going to watch it. You know, the history, the bad blood, the beef is all there. Storyline is perfect. So, I don't know. We'll see. I got Jake Paul by knockout in the second round. I think KSI is a decent boxer for what he is. But I think once he gets in there with Jake, who is bigger, more skilled, hits harder, better boxing skill, and just more ring experience than KSI, I think KSI, who has shown improvements in his last couple of fights, you know, not this whole wide arms swinging, loading up, just throwing bombs, overhand bombs constantly. Who's shown, you know, he knows how to throw a jab. He knows how to throw a one-two across an uppercut. He has the, you know, he has the skills. He's been in the gym. He's been in the lab. But I think once he gets into the ring with Jake, there's levels to it. And I think that he resorts back to his old ways, which is just sort of haymaker boxing. Just wild, wild, nonsensical throwing of his right hand. And I think he gets exposed, and I think Jake puts him out very early. I got a second-round KO if that fight happens any time in the near future. Just my just my prediction. I'm probably right. Normally when I make predictions on here, I'm always right. I'm pretty sure I, I'm, I'm very confident in saying that if you go back and listen, if there was a way to go back and, and listen to every single, you know, prediction I've made, in the on the podcast I'm pretty sure I've been right every single time except for maybe a handful of occasions I know for a fact I was wrong in the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier rematch the second fight where I said Conor would win by knockout he got he lost by knockout and I know for sure I was wrong in the third fight when they fought the rematch of the rematch where I said Conor would come back and win that time uh, for sure. And I, I guess I technically wasn't really wrong. He didn't win, but he also didn't like lose because of strikes. He didn't get knocked out or submitted. He A freak accident happened where his leg broke in half. He took a step and his ankle literally broke out of his leg. Just a freak accident. So, But I'll take that one as a loss as well. I obviously didn't get it correct, so it's an L. But other than those two instances, all you know, dating back all the way to Tom Brady's first year in Tampa, where I called Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl, I don't think I've been wrong on here more than a handful of times. So, and I know for sure I've gotten every Jake Paul fight correct. 
for sure. I've 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 called every single Jake Paul fight. So, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, is getting knocked out, third round. That's my prediction. Bengals Super Bowl champs. That's my prediction. I hope at least. Watching Joe Burrow walk around in Cartier sunglasses makes me want to buy a pair. And I'm not even a sunglasses type of guy. Sunglasses aren't even like my thing. Like I have a couple pair, but I hardly ever wear them. I have a pair. I think I have a pair in my car that I wear to golf whenever it's sunny outside. And sometimes if I'm driving, you know, long distances and the sun's facing directly at me, that's it. I'm not a big sunglasses guy. Just not my thing. But those Cartier glasses that Joe Burrow wears, they're nice. They're nice sunglasses for sure. But, you know, I love doing this by myself, but I also hate it. I love doing it by myself because I have free range to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Obviously hate it because I like the banter. I like the back and forth of having a episode with somebody else on it where there's a conversation to be had and it sort of, you know, you get to go into more depth about topics and stuff like that. And in a time where there's not much going on in the world right now, it's sort of difficult to do that. You know, the NFL is the NFL basketball is basketball the ufc is the ufc like other than those three topics that you know there's something happening all the time in there's not much to talk about no music has recently come out to 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 review or talk about no movies have come out yet i am very interested in m night Shyamalan's new movie i think it's called knock at the knock at the door knock at the cabin has Dave Bautista in it. It's about a family that goes on vacation in a cabin and a bunch of people show up saying, proclaiming it's the end of the world. The apocalypse is coming and they have to sacrifice one member of the family to stop it. That movie, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. So it's probably going to have a terrible ending. That's normally how M. Night Shyamalan movies go. But I think his film style is pretty interesting. So I'm going to go check that out. And then there's a, like a continuation of the Evil Dead franchise, which isn't necessarily scary. It's more like bloody, gory type stuff. It's always been that with a, with an element of like, you know, scare. I think it's called uh, Evil Comes Home. That movie actually does look interesting. So if you're not familiar, the movie Evil Dead came back out and came out in the the 80s evil dead one and two came out in the 80s and they did a remake i believe of the first movie evil dead in like 2000 and like 13 or 14 or something like that but basically the story goes the storyline is a bunch of friends go to a cabin in the woods classic uh one kid opens the book that he's not supposed to says the words in the book that he's definitely not supposed to be reading and an evil spirit basically takes over one of the people in the in the cabin and a bunch of terrible things happen to him. Well, the storyline of this new one, from what I've seen in the trailers, is sort of the same thing. This book has found its way to a different location, 
but this time like the evil counterpart of the family members because it's a family this time not a group of friends the evil counterpart of the family members basically come torment the real family members that's the basically the gist of it but i think that's that's it on the movie front tvs tv wise uh i'm not very sure if i talked about this but the video game the last of us uh one of the most popular if not the most popular video game sold in the past decade um has its own tv show on hbo max now uh starring uh pedro muscal pedro pascal pascal and uh there's a couple other people in there too uh but Pedro Pascal being a main character playing Joel. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he's had roles in uh, the Mandalorian. That's probably what he's most notable noticeable for. Um, but I've played the first 40 minutes of the last of us, maybe. And I have to say TV show is doing a fantastic job at making it very similar to the game. It's very, very good. So check that out on HBO Max. And if you don't have an HBO Max account, well, pay for it. I don't know what to tell you. To be, I don't know what to tell you. But with all that being said, and I know I say this on every episode, I'm working very hard to find guests and things of that nature to get the podcast to some back, you know, back to some sort of normalcy and, you know, just to make it what it was. And I know that it's a lot easier said than done, but I'm working on it. I'm also working on new merchandise ideas. Um, I talked to a couple of people that, you know, Jordan being, you know, the main form of you know, idea bouncing the brainstorming effort that I throw my ideas off of. I trust Jordan's opinion and working on new merch ideas. And, you know, we actually have a merchandise drop coming out next week. What date is that? Let me see real real quick. Uh, Next week on Wednesday. So next Wednesday, February 1st. Yeah, February 1st. All the way until February 15th, February 14th, so two weeks, we'll have uh, the Valentine's Day drop uh, out for people to to buy. Hopefully by next Tuesday's episode, I'll have a website set up. I know a lot of people, I get so many, it's crazy, I get so many messages about, you know, where to buy it. And most of the time, I, most of the time that God, I can't even get my words right. Most people, when they buy things, they have me on some sort of social media or my phone number or my Snapchat, some sort of contact information to to tell me they want one. But I also get a lot of requests from people, you know, at the gym, at Walmart, wherever I go that know about it, but they don't have that contact information. Uh, I get so many questions about where to buy it. And I always have to tell them, you know, uh, you know, I always have to exchange contact information and at some point that will get to, you know, get to be too much. So hopefully by next Tuesday, there'll be a website up specifically for 
Night Normal Podcast merch, which will be a lot easier for the people who don't have me in a contact sort of way to, you know, receive a, you know, a hoodie, a sweater, shorts, sweatpants, whatever the case, whatever the item. Hopefully there will be a website up next Tuesday. I worked on it all day today. That's my goal. The only problem is, like I said at the beginning, I am doing this all by myself now. And that comes with a lot of, you know, there's a lot of moving parts that go into, you know, making a website, getting it ready to accept sales, accept people's debit card information, credit card information, shipping and taxes, making the merch myself, getting it shipped and boxed and sent out, recording episodes, you know, all of it combined. There's a lot that goes into it, a lot of moving parts that are not all under my, you know, control. So I'm still getting the hang of it. I'm going to try and do better. Um, but be on the lookout. I know if you might have seen a couple people with them around town, around the Grayson County area, for example, you know, it's crazy. Kyler, who ironically was supposed to do this episode with me today, but he had a sick kid. So understandable. Kyler actually sent me a picture of a woman wearing a not your normal podcast hoodie at the doctor's office at his kid's doctor's office. And I asked him when he sent me the picture, I said, who is that? And he said, he has no idea. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he goes, yeah, just some girl that just walked into the, you know, the pediatrician, the kid where he takes his kids to the doctor at. She had one on and he noticed it. So he took a picture. And I was like, that's crazy. So, you know, there is a, there is a fan base, obviously. Obviously they, you know, I have people that listen to it. I have people that support the podcast and I have people that support the merchandise and I'm super, 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 super thankful for that. But the new merch next week, I'm very, very, I'm actually very excited about this release. More so than all the others that I've done. And mainly because I think this is the best design I've done. And I know it's only going to be on sale for two weeks. And that's not a lot of time. But if I can sort of copy not direct copy this the recipe i got for this you know not the recipe i got for this idea but sort of push that forward to other ideas that i have coming in the next you know several months i think i can make this podcast much much larger by the end of this year than i have in any other year this podcast has been going on um but with all that being said check out Monday should be, yeah, Monday or Sunday, probably Monday, uh, for the pre-sales or pre-order on the, on the merch, on the Valentine's day merch, the website should be up by then to pre-order or to buy. And I don't know, there's a, there's something really cool happening on Saturday. If you know, and you're coming, then that's cool. If not, well, just wait and check social media on Sunday. But with all that being said, it's my 30-minute time limit for whenever I do episodes by myself. So see you on Friday.